Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of What Cause Inspires You. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and today I have with me Will Gurley. I launched What Cause Inspires You podcast as a way for students to share the service they're doing in their communities. We encourage youth like Will, who are making a change to improve the world, to speak up about their stories and become a leader in the movement. Will is 17 years old from Leewood, Kansas. He's a senior at Kansas City Christian School and is an active participant in theater and band. Will is the founder and president of the You Matter Festival, a music festival promoting mental health awareness and suicide prevention. You can learn more about the You Matter Festival at youmatterfestival.net. We are recording this presentation and we'll post the video on YouTube by Saturday and the audio on Spotify by Friday. I'm so excited to have Will here with us today. And he's a part of the band. So to all of our listeners who pay, play an instrument out there, um, shout out to you guys. And let's get started with that. Yeah, and we love bands. Oh, yep. <laughs> Personally, I could. Um, I can't play any instruments. I did try. But <laughs> I commend everyone who is skilled in instrument playing. So well, I can't play any wind instruments. So I'm right there with you. I'm rhythm section. Awesome. Well, um, I think that's a perfect segue into why you started this this music festival? Actually, yes. So um, I've, I grew up in a music-filled house. I'm sitting and I can see past my camera a couple guitars and basses sitting out because uh, we, uh, we don't really put our instruments away when we should. But I grew up in a music-filled household. My dad played guitar for as long as I could remember. My mom sang and she used to play violin. And my parents put me into piano lessons like as soon as I could like move my fingers. And um, Music was always just present in my life. When I was about seven years old, I started playing the bass guitar and the upright bass. And that was uh, one of the few constants for me moving from elementary school through to middle school and even into high school and hopefully beyond. Um, but once I did get into middle school, I just had these nagging thoughts at the back of my head. It was a new environment and new friends and a whole mixture of everything. <laughs> And uh, I wasn't really sure what to make of it. And uh, there was just this little nagging at the back of my head. And it started really small, just uh, everyday stuff. And then it kept getting bigger and bigger. And I kept just pushing it off because, no, I'm a young man who plays football and basketball. And you can't talk about your feelings. That's weird. And eventually it got to a point where, um, where it was really hard to do anything without these these thoughts of anxiety and depression creeping into my head. And um, it all came to a head in my eighth grade year. Uh, and I was, I was isolating myself from my friends. I'd always been a big social, social butterfly. And now I was kind of shutting myself off from everyone. And, um, and those thoughts, they kept coming back and coming up and coming up stronger. And I started hurting myself and thinking about killing myself. And at one point it got to me having uh, a very, very narrow-minded thought. I said I could either kill myself or I could do something, <laughs> do just something with my life and do something to help myself get out of this. And so I did the scariest thing to date that I've ever done is I talked to my school counselor about how I was feeling. I said, hey, uh, I think her name was Mrs. Reynolds. Um, and I said, hi, Mrs. Reynolds, uh, this is what I'm feeling. I don't think this is normal. And she was like, no, it's, it's not. Let's talk to your parents. And that was terrifying. But 
through a lot of work and support from my parents and with my therapist. I was in group therapy three times a week and individual therapy three times a week. And through a lot of hard work with that and support from my church community, I got after like a year and a half, two years to a point where I felt like I was happy and healthy again. And at that point, it was around second semester freshman year of high school. And I was at this enormous public high school, not, not enormous to everybody, but compared to where I go now, it was, I was, my graduating class was about 500. And I was finally happy again, but I still felt not quite seen. And I felt like there were other people like me who weren't feeling seen. And then I watched the Grammys and Logic, the, the rapper or hip hop artist, whatever you want to call him, Logic, he performed his song 1-800-273-8255. And that number is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline's phone number. And he got up with Alicia Cara and sang that song. And it was, uh, it was so moving. I'll go back and watch that performance sometimes now. But in that moment, it just kind of clicked. I was like, oh, yeah. These two things go together, music and mental health. And uh, God really just put it on my heart. He was like, hey, uh, this is a thing that you're going to do now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and thus the You Matter Festival was born because I knew that I had to help my community and through my experiences that I've had, um, try to help pour into other people who were feeling like I was. And uh, that was in February, late February. And by early March, we had uh, set the plan in motion. Um, and in August of that same year, we had our first annual You Matter Festival. And uh, since then, we've had two more festivals, one in 2019 and our virtual You Matter, first, you Matter Festival online this year, about a month ago exactly. And uh, that's streaming on our website still, little shameless plug. Um, but through all of this, it's, uh, it's been really, really important to just go back to, hey, why am I doing this again? Oh, yeah, because I struggled and I still struggle and I don't want other people to feel alone. Well, honestly, I think you almost had me in tears. Um, <laughs> but that was a really, really powerful story. And I think there's just so many aspects of that story I'd love to talk about if we had all of the time in the world. <laughs> but um, there's a few that I will mention. Honestly, when you first talked about um, bottling up your emotions, right? Um, I work with a lot of victims of domestic violence and partner abuse. And I think the other side of that is the toxic masculinity that reigns in our society in which men don't feel capable to actually vulnerable emotions or to portray those emotions. And that obviously leads to a certain sense of, um, I don't want to use the word anxiety lightly, but um, that those nagging, those nagging comments yeah. that you were that you were mentioning before. Um, so it's, it's great that you're able to now talk about that story. And really, I think that opens up an avenue for other men and boys um, around the globe to really say, it's okay, it's okay to share um, my story. But I think the second thing that you mentioned was your school counselor. Um, that, yeah. that stood out to me. Yeah, because they're supposed to be people that we're supposed to be able to go to. Um, and it's that fear that's kind of preventing a lot of kids from just reaching out and getting help. So I think the work that you're doing to actually make these prevention hotlines or 
school counselors more accessible to students who need them is going to make a great impact on on people around the globe so commend you for all that you've been doing from that painful hardship and I don't think when we, when obviously when we think music, we do think some meaning behind it, but I don't think a lot of people can connect um, mental health and suicide prevention with music the way that you did. So um, what do you hope to accomplish about this festival? Well, first I have to give props to Logic because he was the first one to kind of bridge <laughs> that gap for me. Um, but for the future of the festival, um, a lot of people have asked me this because I'm going off to college or uh, conservatory or wherever I end up uh, for musical theater or acting next year. And um, I think that no matter where I am, the festival will keep going. Um, and as I continue to get older, I'm, I'm hoping to still be a part of the festival and still help, uh, still help put it together and run it. But it's so much bigger than just me now that it, it makes it easier to just let it ride. <laughs> to just say, hey, it's the festival again. And everyone's like, oh yeah, the festival. And then they tell their friends and every year we get a little bit bigger. And I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. Um, we've talked about my, uh, my siblings are in college and graduate school and we've talked about moving uh, like a little satellite festival out to their their areas, um, and I think just as we uh, as we continue forward, we're gonna try and look for more places that we can reach people, that we can reach people with our message. Because at the end of the day, as many people as we can reach with this message of hope, the the more the better, honestly. And at it. As long as we help one person, it'll all be worth it. 100%, definitely align with you on that page. And I do think music is something that unites a lot of people. Um, I remember when uh, some new albums come out, whether it's pop or rap, my friends always blow up the group chats. They're like, this artist just came up with a new album. Um, but if we can create that same excitement to something like mental health, where it's like the festival is happening again, you know, everyone's excited about it. Everyone's ready to pitch in and do their part to help mental health awareness and suicide prevention through music. Um, then I'm sure, I'm so positive that we're going to be helping more than just one person um, per festival, uh, which is which is amazing. Um, but just a little bit of the nitty gritties about how you run the festival. Um, is it a fundraiser, and and why or why not did you choose um, this platform or this way? So it's actually not a fundraiser. There are a lot, especially in my area, which has been uh, the mental health or the health organization in my area in Johnson County has actually uh, in the past years labeled suicide, teen suicide specifically as an epidemic. And so there are a lot of people fighting on this front in my area. And a lot of those people are fundraisers, like Keep the Spark Alive and Speak Up are a couple really awesome ones. And I know there are uh, countless other ones working on this, but those are just the first two that come to mind. But those two and many others are, are taking donations and helping put social workers in schools and fund programs and stuff. But we, our goal is not to raise money to make the show bigger and better every year. Our goal is to raise money just to put on the show. So we just do like the bare minimum and have like a little, a little extra just in case we need an emergency fund. Um, but those are all corporate sponsorships that we get from awesome local businesses. And it, our goal is just to, to raise awareness, not, not money.
Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's great that your community is so strong about this topic. I think that definitely makes a difference um, when we're talking about how many people you can reach with the music festival. Um, so this is kind of an aside or kind of pitched off of that community aspect, but um, outside of your community, how did you know that you were making a difference? Oh man, it all, uh, the very first festival on August 11th, 2018, that, that date is carved into my brain by now. Um, I got up and I spoke and I sang and I, I danced and performed and I, I tried to dance. I didn't dance very well. Um, but afterwards I was going over to like talk to my friends and family who came and some, somebody who I never met before, this girl runs up to me and says, Will, what you said tonight was exactly what I needed to hear. And I always go back to that moment. It was, Every time I talk about it, I get those, I get the butterflies. It's, uh, oh, I know what you're talking it's about. It's so, yeah. <laughs> it was so surreal. Cause like, that was the goal. That was the goal was to help one person. And I don't know who this person is. I, I don't know. I don't know where they are now, but the fact that, that something that I said helped somebody just makes it all worth it. And not a week. Not a, not a week goes by where me and my team don't get a message or a phone call or somebody's like, hey, this happened about somebody saying, oh, my fill in the blank, my cousin, my boyfriend, my uncle suffers or struggles with anxiety or depression or PTSD or anorexia or whatever. Um, and and because of the festival, they like talk to me about it or whatever. And that's uh, that's always so cool to get that to hear that from somebody. Um, and so with that in mind, every year we've gotten a little bigger. The first year we had about a thousand people. Second year we had maybe 1500 to 2000 people. This year, uh, day, uh, since we have streaming, we have the not only the live stream, but we also have the people who have viewed it since then. So we're at almost 3000 people who have tuned in and watched wow. some of the festival. And um, seeing that community continue to grow is just, it, it just fills me with joy. Honestly, that's, that's so amazing. Um, and you being persistent, and this is obviously a, a cause that's really close to your heart. So you, you can continuously working towards this festival is going to make all the difference. And we can see that, that it really is. Um, actually, it reminded me of an instance that happened uh, at my own school. One of my really close friends, um, we had detected some sort of signs of depression and anxiety um, and almost suicidal tendencies and behaviors. So a group of us actually went to the counselor um, and she, uh, she then admitted to hurting herself and we got her um, instated into group therapy, um, which was really hard for us because we almost felt betraying her in some sense because we didn't want to rat her out. Um, but afterwards she came back and similar to your experience, told us how thankful she was. She just needed one person to stand up for her. Um, but that wasn't even my point of the story. Uh, 
the counselor afterwards told uh, the group of us to post flyers um, of the suicide prevention hotline around campus as a way to raise awareness. Um, and I definitely thought this was a unique approach at our school at least to raise awareness, but your approach is even more unique, um, creating a whole music festival behind mental health and suicide prevention. So I know that we touched upon, obviously you're a musical kid and grown up with a musical background, um, but what, why, why a music festival and, and what makes you different from other organizations raising awareness? Ah, man, I, man is a completely general gender neutral term in my vocabulary so i apologize um but man just the music just brings people together like nothing else does uh we call it our team calls it the great unifier it's um it speaks to people and it transcends race or, or gender or sexuality or creed or religion or, or anything or even language sometimes and it just brings people together and as a musician as an actor and as a performer um, I stand by that and like I think that's what really makes us different that's one of the things that makes us different is we have this message yes of you matter but the way we convey it is through music and the song that that we that started the festival actually the 1-800-273-8255 i mean that's a perfect example and i have a i have a song called smile and it's i want to see you smile again take away that veil of thin clouds that keep covering up the sun and like if i just said that like hmm, i want to see you smile again take away that veil of thin clouds that keep covering up the sun but if i grab my guitar and sing it uh it's something about it just clicks and makes sense um, and then another thing that I think makes us different is um, while the other organizations that are working towards this are fantastic and I commend them for all of their work, um, I'm a teenager too. I'm 17. Um, and I don't see a lot of, uh, a lot of these organizations being run by teenagers or um, at least fronted by teenagers. Um, it's I, I one of my great friends. Her name is Sylvia Harrell, and she's um, she's the mother of a boy who or a teenager who committed suicide a couple years back, and her story is incredibly impactful to parents. But some of the target audience that we're trying to reach are teens, and so when that message comes from somebody who they see at school or who they see at the musical or whatever or on the basketball court. I feel like that just, that just, it's different, I guess. <laughs> oh, 100%. I think you literally hit on what Humanity Rising is aiming to do, which is um, accelerate more human-led, human, -led, human um, or, oh my God, student-led organizations <laughs> yes. within society um, yeah. and really make it a student-led movement, um, which is absolutely amazing. And I, I think we're on a similar page because I just wrote an essay and the prompt, it was so weird, but the prompt was <laughs> if um, a keynote speaker went missing um, and you were grabbed on stage, what would you what would you do? And I said that language is not a universal um, or oration speaking is not a universal language. Um, not everyone can understand it, but I'm a dancer. Um, and so I said that art, 
art brings people together and unifies people and it allows people to be more empathic. So yes, I cannot play an instrument, um, but kind of that same thing, right? Music, art, dance, um, those are the things that are really unifying our world. And those are the things that are gonna be storytellers um, and able to get messages across to all of our communities. So um, we definitely need more students like you will uh, who really take the lead and turn whatever happened to them in the past into a powerful movement for the future. Well, thank you. Um, um, and with that, I think we'll, of course, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. With that, I do want to close up with one last question, though. Um, if you could leave the listeners with one piece of advice, uh, what would it be in general? <laughs> uh, this is always a fun one for me <laughs> because it goes back to where it all started. You matter, no matter what, and you are not alone. And there are people who are there and care about you, even if you don't know it. So you matter, no matter what. That's what I want to leave you guys with. Thank you so much, Will. Um, and I, I will surely be streaming your song "Smile" after after we get off this call. <laughs> well, um, but that you. was that was simply amazing. Honestly, I love how you put together your passion for music to help others with mental health issues and raise awareness for such important causes. It's honestly so inspiring. So thank you for sharing. Well, thank you for having me. This was a great experience. Of course. And everyone, remember to go to youmatterfestival.net. Um, go click on the You Matter Festival music festivals. Um, watch the one that was just live online um, and really do everything you can to support mental health awareness and suicide prevention because it goes on way too much in our community. Um, but other than that, be sure to follow our Instagram and Facebook pages of Humanity Rising to stay updated on all of our scholarship opportunities, future podcasts, events, and more speakers just like Will. Um, you can find that at humanity.rising or at what cause inspires you. Unfortunately, um, that's all we have time for today, but I hope to see everyone on next week's podcast and thank you. Great. Thanks, guys.